2: A quick reminder that The Instance is supported by the generous contributions of our listeners. You can find more information about what you can get for your contribution at theinstance.net and become an Instance Plus subscriber. Lots of great stuff, very little cost, and it helps the show stay on the air. That's theinstance.net. Become a member today. Enjoy the following programming. to The Instance. Hey everybody, check it out. It's The Instance, episode 590. It is February 21st, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by the lovely, the beautiful, the wonderful Patrick Beja from France. Hello, Patrick.
3: Oh, that. I, I yeah. feel like I don't deserve such praise. But th- thank you. I'll take it. Thank you, Scott. All
2: right. I'm happy to give it. Also from uh, America's Wiener, that would be Florida. It is Garrett Weinzerple
1: joining us once again.
2: After after a whirlwind trip to Irvine, a secret trip to Irvine. Hmm. Well, it's
1: not very secret if you're mentioning it. Also, I like tweeted about it and posted pictures from it and hmm. have avoided talking about it.
2: Yeah, you can't talk about it,
1: though. See, there's all sorts of... Stuff that went down.
2: Mm. Well, we know it was a Hearthstone uh, summit, right? Like, we know that. Well, that's what you said. Maybe it it? wasn't.
3: Uh, (laughs) Lizard is working on uh, mobile games, Uh and the closest thing to mobile gamers they would have in their influencer pool would be people who play Hearthstone, arguably. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's the presentation of a brand new World of Warcraft mobile version
2: could be
1: it really could frankly be. would really like that um <laughs> if they could please put that out so i could do the more <laughs> mundane activities on the go that would be great right. thank you
2: i've been asking for that for years i i have a feeling it's never gonna happen but maybe
1: <laughs> maybe there's <laughs> right, a emails chance in the chat room that makes a good point patrick did you just call me an influencer yeah you did. you did
2: you did you called him an influencer oh man Ah. Uh, you're the logan well, paul of going, this setup he,
3: I <laughs> was going with the marketing um vibe of mobile of the mobile world ah, that's right. okay I wasn't trying to imply anything uh, uh disparaging Untoward. I actually,
1: the, the, yeah. the 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 uh the marketing guru with with all of the the cool kids speak yeah look we take the we take the we take the logan paul money
2: without the logan paul yeah, humiliation
1: you floss one time and suddenly you're an influencer
2: that's right that's what happens. You got to start uh, putting hashtag ad on everything you do. So good luck with that. Anyway. Hey, so you did go to this thing. It was a hearthstone summit because you said so on Twitter. That's how I know. And, uh, <laughs> yes. it's, uh, we don't, we can't obviously talk about it much, but you seem pretty excited coming out of that. Anything you can say about your excitement?
1: Uh, I can say that my excitement is real. Uh, it wasn't just blowing smoke on Twitter. I am really excited about, uh, the, the things they showed, um, God, yeah, I really can't say anything. Um, my fav- and I've gotten a lot of this reply, which is my favorite, my favorite question so far, which is, "When is the embargo lifted?" And I'm like, if I could answer that, that means I could tell you when the announcements are happening. I can't, I can't answer. I can't question. answer any of those things, it, right? It, it usually, leaks
3: though, when the in- embargo, like embargo dates, tend to find their way on the internet, even if the contents don't. So maybe we should. Yeah. look.
1: Well, I, I haven't seen it leaked anywhere yet. Um, I mean, that being said, I haven't spent too much time on Reddit uh so yeah because all i've seen on reddit is oh i'm so sick of these announcements of announcements and I was just, i'm just laughing at it because it's not blizzard it's just the people who went sure saying they went sure <laughs> like that's, yeah like that's not on blizzard no that's not on blizzard at all They want to listen want to take our phones from us and be like you can't even <laughs> say you went and you can't take any pictures um yeah it it's
2: well, I have a prediction. Uh, I have a fun, prediction. Man. You want to test my prediction? Here it goes. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to confirm it or deny this. But here's my prediction about Hearthstone and its future.
1: Let me make a really stupid face to begin with so <laughs> it can't be seen as a reaction. Okay, go.
2: Okay, here it goes. I think that they're gonna <laughs> add a Hearthstone mode to Battlegrounds. <laughs> get it. <What>? Because Battlegrounds <laughs> is so good that they're gonna what have to mean? pull they're gonna have to pull regular Hearthstone back in as a thing that's like an extra feature in the game because All anybody wants to do is play Battlegrounds. See what I did there? That's pretty good.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I (laughs) I can confirm Hearthstone (laughs) is still a thing and Battlegrounds is still a thing and it will continue being a thing. Oh, good. That's fantastic. Okay, so I have one as well. All right.
3: Um, Deducing from the fact that Garrett is excited, I would suspect that there is some exciting stuff happening, meaning... Not just another expansion or another, you know, that kind of regular thing. Maybe there is, like, new modes Ooh. and stuff. Ooh, I'll bet it I, just I'm
1: k- okay with this because I think it's pretty safe to assume that, like, we probably saw some stuff from, you know, modes that we are aware of already, which would mean it's more than an expansion. So, yeah, whatever. Sure. 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 Why not? All right. Um, yeah. Just get stoked, folks. Like, I'm legitimately stoked about what I saw. Um, got a lot of hands on time. Things are cool. It felt finish. I'm I'm stoked. Call me crazy, but it feels like
2: Hearthstone might
1: be the well,
2: not the one, but one of the areas of Blizzard that seems to be getting the most um
1: cool love right now. If that makes sense, like, I mean, it it, it, it still is the case, and which is why I'm so lucky to uh, do standalone podcasts for the games that I do. mm -hmm. Um, It's still the case that Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm, people forget, are, I think, the two most uh, frequently and awesomely updated games in Blizzard's repertoire. Yeah, that's
2: true. Well, uh, that Uh, is all good news. So eventually we'll hear about it. My guess is in 2020, we'll have whatever news uh, Garrett is so uh, closely guarding and we'll know what's up. Until then... I ain't no snitch. Yeah, until until then, he's no rat, he's no snitch. We have this. World of Warcraft Shadowlands beta opt-in has occurred. So, if anyone had any concerns about it coming out this year, this feels like another nail in that particular rumor coffin because uh, they don't normally do opt-in beta stuff for a year when something's supposed to be out and not put it out. Um, I keep getting these messages, though. A lot of people sending emails going... I think Blizzard's going to miss the window on this one. It's not going to happen this year. I don't know why you guys are so sure of it. And I'm like, they've never not done it at this at this rate. Like it's always this time in the fall at this cycle of an expansion. Yeah, we're, so, we're right on schedule. Yeah, it's totally on schedule. I don't know why people think it's otherwise. I think they're 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 letting some of their other misgivings about recent Blizzard decisions sort of get in the way of of common knowledge. But anyway, uh, in it, adi- whoops, sorry. In addition to the first Shadowlands build shipping yesterday, the support article for Shadowlands beta uh, was updated and it's a good time to get into that beta. It doesn't mean you're going to get in there for hundred percent. Sure. Um, normally we will get something, some kind of opt in thing, but we haven't gotten anything that I'm aware of. So that may be still coming. I don't know. But anyway, here's what the uh, buzzard said to put your name into the pool of candidates interested in beta testing Shadowlands, sign up for the Shadowlands homepage using the beta opt in link at the top of the page. Signing up for beta does not guarantee you'll be chosen to participate, but players who have not signed up to indicate interest cannot be chosen. In other words, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, customer support is not able to provide access to the beta. And I also assume it will not be keys this time around, because it rarely is anymore. They'll probably send out uh, account-flagged notifications, so you just, you just know your account's just in once you go sign up. But anyway, it's on the Battle.net site. You can go sign up. And I'm wondering if any of us here have changed their lives drastically to the point that they have now become beta players. Because I haven't, because I'm not really a beta guy. I'd rather see it when it's done. Anyone?
3: I mean, I signed up. Yeah? uh, (laughs) Just in case, I don't know, just to be signed up. I signed up for everything. Um, But I'm not excited about it, necessarily. Mm. I have to say I'm a little bit surprised that... I didn't get back into well more mm. um, and I think I remain uh to be convinced about shadowlands. There's some stuff that could be cool, but it's still a little bit too vague, and given where I am in my life as a wower now, it's not enough to get me excited so
2: i mean wasn't there a moment there so- when you were you went back for that that mount and you were yeah, like all right, hey, whoa, whoa, and then it just didn't, it just didn't keep its claws in you this time. Sounds like,
3: yeah, it it wasn't like, it wasn't like super excited about it. I did it for the mount because I really wanted it. Yeah, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, it didn't bring me back in any way.
2: I get you. So I get you, uh, Garrett. Any interest in the beta? You want to get in there and uh, poke around?
1: I think of uh, a lot of it's going to depend on how. Much we want to talk about it on this show and other shows. That I do will kind of inform on if I break down and and play the beta if I even get you know access. access. Sure, but i
2: mean in the past. You you're like me, right? Like my memory is that you yeah, yeah we're just sort of like oh, I'd rather see the finished thing. I don't want to see placeholder images. I don't want to see you know. I'm, I'm I'm glad people test it. By the way, this is the thing I'm super glad for. It's like I'm uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that okay. Let's look at it as a real world comparison. I'm happy that somebody is out there cleaning cleaning out giant clogs in the public sewer system because without them, it's all going to get jammed up and we're all going to have trouble and our toilets will back up. It'll be a nightmare. But thank goodness that there's a job out there that somebody has that goes and makes sure all those dead raccoons are pushed out of the way so that we can get our, get our, our flow going, right? Well, to me, that's a little like this. I am so glad there are people willing to be beta testers of all sorts of video games so that we can have better quality assurance, so that we can have better experiences, a less, a less buggy experience at launch. Like, man, you guys are the heroes, but I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. <laughs> That's a little
3: bit of a, I don't know, I don't think it quite fits. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. I yeah. don't think it's, it's a perfect analogy, I'd no. say. I'm not known no.
2: for my
1: perfect analogies, Patrick. I'm just known for that having analogies, true. yeah anyway I'm, I'm yeah i don't know i'm curious enough I'm, I'm, i'll probably dip my toe in if i get access uh if for no other reason than to kind of test new systems providing i don't have to like play through the entire damn leveling experience to test those systems because i don't want to i don't want to see all of it yeah a lot of times that
2: is what it is they'll make you do all 10 levels of it or whatever it is and
1: and uh, well i mean like if you had gone to the legion you would have been able to at least dip your tone to the order hall without maxing out.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and this time it's a little more interesting, isn't it? Because you've got uh, the first time we've had a, a proper level squish, so your progression level to level is interesting, like it's a new thing to experience and therefore beta test, uh, yeah. to see if that cadence feels good and all that other stuff. So, so part of me does want to see that, uh, and normally that's a thing I avoid because normally it's just 10 more levels added onto whatever your cap is, and in this case, it's it's different, um, and that.
3: I don't know that that would be interesting, though. You don't think so? You know, in, a, in a beta. Well, I mean, the level squish is really just going to be, hey, when you level up, here's what happens. You know, you, you gain. Like it doesn't. I mean, if gain, you put it that way, it's yeah. Just <laughs> <such numbers.
1: laughs> I mean, Christ, man, that's that's an opinion and a half. <laughs> I, love I, mean, I love that. But I mean,
3: is I love It's just it's just going to be different numbers and you get a new thing every level but the level is going to take twice as much time to get as you would have for two levels beforehand right yeah yeah you know i don't think it quite changes the, a little bit but i don't know that it's beta testing worthy
2: yeah you're you're probably you're probably it, right i mean, I mean the way i you
1: look the, at that and you want to know how it feels i mean that's definitely something you want to get in there and try yeah um,
2: but, but i may not want to after like two of them you know like i'll get like two levels in and go okay i I know how it feels now i don't want to do this anymore because i want to save this for for the actual release i think i would still feel that way um but i'm happy for those that do and are happy to do that stuff over again when they get the you know full retail experience but it's just not for me man i just don't know if i can do it and as i say this i realize i'm basically just telling blizzard and those who listen to us at blizzard that we don't want beta access but hey look if you've got it i got an extra 104 gigs of drive space I'll fire it up Oh uh, yeah, I,
1: d- I definitely want it. It's the kind of thing, you know. As I get more and more into WoW, um, and a, from a coverage aspect, you know, not just a not just a player aspect, it's a really good tool to have. Yeah, you know, to sure. get in and and see and and test things um, as much as you can. Yeah, go in there and poke uh, around,
2: man. Look around, see what you can find in the beta.
1: Yeah, but uh, in the past, man, I've really burnt myself out on uh, new expansions early because of it. So. Um, well, all that although making- Lich King, not one of them I played so much of the Lich King beta and I still just like played that expansion to Hell and back.
2: I did too, I, re- I remember there's a very specific if moment and maybe. that's the last time I actually played the beta in any meaningful way although a little bit of Pandaria, but when I played um, the Lich King beta I remember not being able to quit because there was one moment where if you guys remember, Lich King one of the, one of the features of Lich King if you want to call it a feature, was an expanded camera distance, so you could see way further than you had in the previous expansions, uh, at least by those by those days' standards. And uh I remember coming up over a hill somewhere, don't remember where, but it was my first look at Grizzly Hills, and there was that giant log. You guys remember the big hollow log? It was like a big fallen tree, and it was just like a, almost like a bridge between two zones or something. And I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was right there on the edge or right near uh that. New zone uh, Grizzly Hills Grizzly Hills. Yeah. And I remember the music swelling, which is, you know, Grizzly Hills still some of the best music in the history of the game. And I remember seeing that log and thinking, oh, my gosh, that thing's the size of a building. That's the biggest log. And I got to get to that log. And I couldn't believe that I could go from where I was all the way to that log. Whereas previously in B.C., you couldn't see that far. So there was no you know, if there was a log there in B.C., you wouldn't know it until you were another hundred miles further in or whatever. And I just was like, "Oh, look at this! A giant log!" I was so into that moment, and it's still seared <laughs> into my head. So I do have some, you know,
1: I, I some- remember when that patch went live. The first damn thing I did was run out to the grand and just like, yeah, Like broad distance all the way up. Yeah,
3: still broad distance is still the thing that I want to have maxed out, no matter what happens, if I can. Yeah, it it's magical for the effect it has on the game for you. Yeah. Well, the idea of
1: you on like a seven-year-old MacBook, just like 13 <laughs> frames a second, it's worth it. Yeah,
2: no, no doubt. By the way, having, having played enough with GeForce Wow, or GeForce Wow, GeForce Now, that's ironic that I said it that way. Um, <laughs> it made me want
1: Blizzard, Blizzard
2: stuff back on there because I can play it on my crappy old garbage notebook for no reason, and I like that. Just because I want to be somewhere else, not in front of my rig, you know, I just want them to put that functionality back, or hurry up and make their deal with Stadia, or do whatever they're going to do. Because I actually think there's something cool going
1: on there. We talked yeah, about that a lot last be. week. There but. has got to be something. Um, like we said last week, they've they, they got to be. They have to have some sort of plan. If there's a, if they're you know the pulling. The thing out we
3: heard recently though seems to indicate that might not be the case. Did you see the update from? The NVIDIA side, mm. they said that it was a misunderstanding, which the way I understand this being a misunderstanding is they worked with NVIDIA for, uh, you know, the duration of the beta with the understanding that if they ever made it into a commercial product, they would talk to Blizzard about it first. I, that's the only way I can see how there would be a misunderstanding there. So I th- if that's the case, and it might not be, but if that's the case, it might just be that Blizzard was like, "Hey, you said you'd talk to us about it before going like full live and you didn't. What the hell?" Yeah. Um we would have asked you for money to do it and that would have been it. Um so maybe the the they're going to, you know, negotiate on that, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the the extent of the you know, they don't have like some kind of evil plan with uh, Google already kind of in the works. Yeah,
2: here's an interesting quote. Activision, this is from NVIDIA's side. Activision Blizzard has been a fantastic partner during the GeForce Now beta, which we took to include a free trial period for our Founders membership, recognizing the misunderstanding. Uh, we removed the game from our service. We hope that we can work with them to re-enable these and more in the future. So still a little vague as to... That implies that Blizzard never was never on board with the idea anyway or something. Um,
3: well, they were on board for the beta, but they didn't, um, you know, they didn't say it was okay to do the game in general. Yeah. To, for the service in general. Uh,
2: let's see right now we are focused. Okay. So this is another blizzard statement right now. We are focusing on the work between Activision Blizzard and YouTube and Google cloud specifically and Activision Blizzard spokesperson told the verge. So that makes me think that, yeah, my. I still hope it's a white label thing, and they're not just putting it on Stadia because that's dumb. Because Stadia makes you buy new games and not play your existing ones. At least right now it does. But
3: well, they they could you know say it it works differently for Blizzard games. They, there's no, um, they still need to adapt it to to the platform of Stadia. But they could say, well, you do the work, and then this is what happens. Whatever, a, a ton of things could happen. Yeah. Um.
2: But I had a point I was going to make. Oh, I know! I, I could see. feel it. It was coming at me like a full blo- yeah. full blast. What was that point? Damn it! What was it? It was good. We'll never know. Patrick uh, has yes. a point. The oh, point go ahead. was, yeah.
3: as we discussed last time, it would be surprising if Blizzard had no um, plans of any kind to take advantage of streaming technology. I so, I agree. That's still my stance play. as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: We will see. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. This is a this is a bit of a uh, uh, a thing that uh, got a little bit of a kerfuffle going, and it also confirms a couple of rumors. Maybe it doesn't confirm them, but it, it helps stoke the flames of some previous rumors about extending the world of Blizzard games to other entertainment. Diablo and Overwatch animated series is, seem to have been somewhat confirmed by Nick Van Dyke's LinkedIn profile. He is the president of Activision Blizzard Studios. Um, that sounds like a fake made-up job, but whatever. Because... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's so many executives in weird places, and you have to give them names. It seems like a weird thing to do. Like, what is his job? Activision Blizzard Studios. He's, what, uh, got a leg in each side, and he's just sort of hanging out there. I don't know what that means. But anyway, what? Uh, this guy. I don't know. what th- this, this name of his, his job. Activision Blizzard Studios president. What is that? What job is that?
3: He's the president of Activision Blizzard Studios that makes adaptations of their franchises into video properties
2: all right well great it sounds like a great real job to me anyway nick van dyke this guy on his linkedin profile kind of leaked that diablo and overwatch were getting animated series uh attention the diablo series would be anime style like that castlevania thing which
1: is a very cool show by the way yes right yes right it's so good i I know i know and i'm with you that this doesn't Beyond the shadow of a doubt, confirm that all of this is happening, but I choose to believe it and I'm stoked for all of this.
2: Yeah, I was never, I was always on board of like. I think it confirms it's happening. Well,
3: it seems seems to. I I
1: did go and check that the guy is
3: indeed the guy he says he is on his LinkedIn profile, but I didn't hear anything to say otherwise. I think this is a confirmation and it's either the biggest mess up leak in the history of leaks, which is like. He must have gotten a spanking if that's the case. Um, but if not, it might be an attempt to change the narrative around Blizzard. And yeah. people, you know, at Blizzard thinking, okay, everyone hates us now. But if we kind of get people to talk about how we're actually making the thing that everyone's been asking for forever, maybe it's it will benefit us somehow.
1: So I don't always like your tinfoil hats, Patrick, but I like this one. This is a
2: good one. Yeah, this tinfoil hat you're wearing fits. I'll say that. Uh, the Diablo series will be anime style similar to Castlevania. It's currently in pre-production says this link, uh, and will be distributed, uh, worldwide through Netflix. His profile also mentions that he quote developed and sold animated series based on blizzard's overwatch franchise. However, further details on the overwatch series were not revealed. My guess is something like looking a lot like what they do now with the shorts, some sort of 3d approach, not, not anime or hand drawn,
1: uh, would be my guess anyway. Uh, Nick, I could see them doing something like Dragon Prince, but you know that actually looks good. That's possible, sure. Yeah, I mean, I they've done
2: what was the didn't they do? Uh, oh yeah, the 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 Doomfist uh, reveal was all sort of anime hand drawn style. Remember that? That was kind of yeah, cool. Oh
1: yeah. Is that Doomfist?
2: Yeah. Hello?
1: It was Doomfist. I don't remember. I don't know. I just I'm 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 one episode away from finally finishing Star Wars Resistance. Mm and that is 3D but had like their cell shading filters on there are amazing and i could really i could see overwatch co-opting that style for an animated series totally that would be pretty
2: cool um but i think it's for the for the sake of like um i don't know look and consistency i would be shocked if they didn't do something very akin maybe a slightly slightly less expensive method but something close to what they do for their 3D animated short films, and the one that, in particular, that that strikes me as kind of in that vein would be like the Reinhardt one, where they show Reinhardt as a young man and all that. Like, there's something about that particular short that strikes me as TV quality looking thing.
1: Oh, I mean that those are really. good. I mean, those are full on.
2: Yeah, they are. But that one in particular, I, there's something about it. There's like a, I don't know how to explain this, but if you if you hold that one up against, say. Uh, The Hanzo um, uh, Genji one. There's something about the Reinhardt one that just has a shine to it or like a... I don't know know what I'm trying to explain. It's like a different, slightly different look to it. And I feel like... I
1: think that's why I'm not sure I agree because I think it looks too good to pull off for a series. You might be right. I mean, you might be right. I don't know, but I've
2: seen some stuff on Netflix like uh, Troll Hunters. That thing is... Gorgeous, like film-looking done, good-looking good, good looking series. And it's like two seasons in, plus a spin-off season of some other show. Like, I think they could probably make it look good. But either way, I don't know if this stuff's being... That's the other stuff we don't have details on. Would Blizzard be doing this internally? Do they have a studio, you know, that they're building internally across Activision Blizzard that would actually do the work? Or, you know, would this stuff get subbed out? One would think the Diablo series would be somewhere else it's not going to be produced given
3: the state of of blizzard today i would be surprised if they didn't farm it out and even before you know it's not they've always maybe they are um you know changing their ways but even this is a division of activision blizzard as i understand it it's not blizzard themselves mm -hmm. um so yeah i'd be i'd just be surprised if it was made by blizzard directly which doesn't mean they wouldn't be involved but
2: well, there's also a note here about uh, it says in his profile with my creative partner, authored development strategy for the Call of Duty cinematic and television universe. Is that a thing? Can you watch Call what? of Duty in like series someplace? Television? Maybe it's maybe that's still in the works. I don't know. Maybe that's just not out. He do, he was that was super vague too. But it's like a resume. We're basically looking at his CV here. It's like. <laughs> you know he's he's naming off all this stuff he's done yeah without we're yeah. we
1: gonna offer uh van dyke here a uh, a job at, here at the instance i mean <laughs> how how is this how's this resume stacking up to the rest of the applicants
2: you know what just for a one-off get him in here quick interview send him on his way not pay him a dime so it'll be like an intern
1: thing you like every interview i had <laughs> yeah exactly right anyway
2: uh, we'll see what happens. He, was, he also talked a bunch about the Skylander show, which I guess was a thing um, when Skylanders was it was also a thing.
1: <laughs> God, do you remember? Do you remember sixty five million years ago when Skylanders ruled the world? Yeah,
2: toys to life, baby. It was it was the hot new business. Everybody was so excited about it. And then we had that giant argument here on the show about whether uh, Blizzard would ever get into it and,
1: or not. And then, and then Fortnite came in and was like, "No, toys to life is dead. Yeah. move on. Yeah,
2: kind of." toys on screen
1: before Fortnite showed up yeah it was dying if it wasn't already dead it was your yeah fair fair but like the last time i thought about like kids being completely consumed by a video game like it was i I guess toys of life was going in tandem with minecraft wasn't it kind of but also i would argue that
2: uh nintendo still benefits from having that amiibo stuff not from a gameplay perspective or inclusion in the game stuff those are all pretty minor but
1: yeah the col- Nintendo Amiibos though I feel like that's more like like it, it's a niche thing it's it's like a humbles are precious moments for 85 year olds kind of yeah but like that for Nintendo fans <laughs> yeah
2: I have a whole bunch of them back here and I love them and I'll never part with them because Nintendo's a weird egg and they get to get away with stuff like this but but yeah you're right that was a that was a dying breed. Turns out, you know what, you guys, when we had that argument, Patrick, and you were so vehemently against my position that Blizzard might get into this because of Activision's, uh, you know, investment in their Skylander stuff. Um, I think at the time I was arguing if they, if we would have been able to sustain the popularity of Toys to Life as a genre, then I still think, I still to this day think that Blizzard might have gotten involved somehow, or they would have done something with their with their products and their characters. However. It,
1: could have worked really cool <laughs> for heroes, yes,
2: it would have been great for heroes, which I think the was only the, game, that makes any well game well sense that game, for me. game did so <laughs> I mean, you know uh, twenty twenty hindsight, all that, but
3: I mean, you could argue it would do well for any of their games, yeah, you know but, um, but yeah, what you're trying to say, Scott, is that even though you were wrong, like <laughs> you still were kind of right. No, I My was wrong. Thing,
1: man. As the third wheel on this show is like listening to Scott say something. I'm like, this is gonna set Patrick off. <laughs> yeah, it so, totally is. I, mean, know God, how to, I know is how, exactly how to exactly bait Patrick into into an argument.
2: I know how to peel his orange. Um, but here's here's the thing. When I was saying, when I was making that argument, uh, they also hadn't started doing a lot of little mini figs and stuff. So it was a little consolation that eventually, you know, they did do a little a line of little figures and little things and. You know that kind of counted, sort of, not really, but kinda.
1: Not really. <laughs> but, Scott, you know I'm the first one to come to your defense, but no. Uh,
2: that's true. It didn't really work <laughs> not, out.
1: Not in this way. No.
2: I like it when I get a prediction right, and that one was a bummer. All right. Um. Anyway, so I am what looking. Did that...
1: What? Again? What'd I... you
2: What'd you say? Sorry.
3: I'm I'm trying to
2: be an idiot. Oh no! I like an when answer. you're an idiot. Be an idiot idiots are good
3: oh you were like oh i like it when i get a prediction right and i'm like when did that happen again it happens
2: all the time all the time i mean not all the time but sometimes once in a while i get one right Mm -hmm. i still think i'm right about
3: every Mm -hmm. everyone's right sometimes
2: (laughs) i know you're you're right about that like i've been right for how many years about diablo 4 being announced and then i was finally right so (laughs) uh but i also uh i think my prediction last week and reiterated today that Battle.net will become a streaming game service for Blizzard games. I still think there's something to that. So that's my big prediction. Everyone needs to hang their coat on right now and see how it goes over the next couple of years. If I was wrong, I'll eat crow happily, hand over fist. Not a problem.
3: I mean, it it is a very reasonable thing to predict. You know, it it as we said, it would be surprising if Blizzard didn't have something in the works, in the streaming department. And that does mean, uh, I mean, they're not going to ask you to install another client for
2: one would think not needs. Right. Yeah. So
3: yeah, it would make sense if they're doing that. The, bigger, I mean,
2: the big question is whether they want me to install some other third party client that isn't them. And I'm, that's the part I'm convinced about is that they're going to want to do it themselves. Just like they want to do with, you know, Battle.net. I'm sure there was a time in the history of the company when steam was on a huge upswing that they were in discussions or at least tempted to put Blizzard games on Steam before the Battle.net client happened, um, back in whatever year that was. Um, but they don't want to do that. Blizzard has uh, has always wanted to try to do their own thing internally. They don't sub out cinematics to other studios because they want to do it. So, you know, unless something like that is drastically changed, oh, Patrick's video went away. Patrick, your video went away? Hello, Patrick. He
3: yeah, did. sorry. There's, I, 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 thought he was not gonna show up. Oh, he showed up, I, did he? Is it just yeah. in time to he
2: barf did. on you? I wanted to barf on you. That'd be amazing. No, he's not. I barf- would like don't. to see <laughs> the
3: baby. Bonjour. <laughs> 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 oui, oui. You say bonjour Scott. Oh, the poor little oh, dude it sounds
1: like my plane ride home from Irvine. <laughs> This is not okay, a great time so to I, fly, Garrett. I I would, said, but
3: I, I'm going to take him back to the sleeping thing.
2: Yeah, no worries. So, Garrett, I, this, <laughs> I'll, you, I'll be back in a second. Okay. Sorry. All right. Oh. No worries. So, you're uh, – I'm going to leave the camera where it is because he'll probably come back. Um, what was I going to say to you? I forgot. <laughs> Something about my flight? Oh, oh yeah.
1: Uh, so, so, it's like a, what, three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour flight from Florida to like – Yeah, well, yeah, I can never not connect through Atlanta. Uh, cause I would rather fly from my little podunk airport than drive an hour to Tampa to find maybe a direct flight. Sure. That's not even a surefire thing. Sometimes that still connects in Atlanta. So I do an hour to Atlanta and then yeah, like three and a half, four hours out to, uh, out to California. It's, it's a day, man. So when you're on there, you're
2: in that flight, uh, this time, you know, right now with all this coronavirus freak out and everything, did you mm-hmm. see people in like little masks and stuff? Or, yeah. Um, uh, the most masks I've, I've ever seen. Oh, really? That's interesting.
3: Away, if you don't wave good night. Oh, that's adorable. If you though. guys wave. Goodnight, goodnight, yeah, goodnight, wave. Bye, bye Good night, little
1: dude. Up. I don't know how to say good night in bye. French. Au revoir. Is that right? Thank you. Or is that just goodbye?
2: Hell, it's just goodbye. That's
1: adorable. Wee wee poo poo. That's what you say. Uh, uh, yeah, right. man. Lots of uh, lots of mass. Lots of mass right now. If anyone's curious, what it's like to fly on their on their Blizzard podcast.
2: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, you're not wearing one for this trip, did you, or did you?
1: Um, I considered it, and then I did a bunch of research and found out that it doesn't really actually do that much unless you get uh, specifically like a respirator. Oh, Uh, the medical masks actually do more to stop you from spreading germs, not so much germs coming in.
2: Oh, that well, that's good though. So if anyone else is sick, maybe they were, you know, helping you out. By the way,
1: raising my hand, not a doctor. This is what I read on Google. (laughs) Take anything I say. Big ass grain of salt.
2: Wait a minute. You're not a doctor. I've been misled. I didn't understand that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah we're going to have to end
2: a, end our relationship here. Uh, I, was,
1: I, I saw on, uh, on Twitter because um, Crip, really crazy popular Hearthstone streamer um, that was also out at the uh, the thing, uh, had this crazy, looked like a, like a Sub-Zero or Scorpion mask, but it was like a proper respirator. And I need to find where he got this. Oh, thing, that's so cool. That's what I, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's really cool. Does 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 uh like uh, mist from the ice from uh because he's Sub-Zero?
1: Does it come out of the mask like a little? I, I mean, I, I would assume it's, for, I, you know, if you're <laughs> Sub-Zero is not undead, right? That's Scorpion. Yeah, that's Damn. Scorpion. Uh, I was gonna say, man, if you're like an undead ninja that was betrayed by your friend Sub-Zero, then yeah, that's probably the case. But that's cool. It'd be, it's just Crip.
2: It'd know. be cool if the the, or the uh, Scorpion one yelled, um, come here and get over here intermittently throughout the day uh, with a little sandwich. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's how I summon uh, peanuts on the airplane when I'm wearing one of those. I just yell, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> that's right. I need a beverage. And then they go, We're sorry, there's a person with peanut allergies. We're not allowed to serve these. Oh, is that how that works? If, uh, it happens on every a... time I'm on a plane, man. And oh. I always bring peanut MMs. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like my airplane snack of choice. Yeah. And every plane I get on, they're like, Woo! Uh, somebody on our thing has a peanut allergy. <laughs> we will not be serving peanuts on this plane. Yeah. If you brought a peanut based snack, please refrain from opening it. Thank you. <laughs> That's, Every plane I get on, man, it's wonderful.
2: Weird, you're being targeted somehow. All right, well, yeah, uh, I,
1: uh, I, sne- I still stink my peanut M and M's. I'm sorry. What? He's sorry. It's hey, look.
2: He's just Patrick. Have you? Don't you ever put people in intermittent danger? Just <laughs> mortal danger. Yeah, don't you ever do uh, that?
3: Well, just, I. I I probably do actually. So yes, I, I, I'm sorry.
2: That's true. There was that time I rubbed gluten all over your face. Remember that? I had a, a handful of gluten and I just rubbed it all over Patrick. Do you remember that? That was that was oh, a fun. That's time. not
3: that's not uh, an allergy. It's just intolerance. Oh, so I'm just I'm just kind of a, a gluten not racist but genius. <laughs> uh, it doesn't kill me. It's just it just makes me. Uh, really kind of a-hole towards uh, <laughs> wheat-based bl- products.
2: Oh, I gotcha. Because so after I rubbed it all over you, you just farted all afternoon. It was really to my detriment that I did it in Wait, the first place.
3: Not, that's, not, that's not too dangerous, mm. farting, you
1: know, is it? No, it's fine. I would like to reiterate, as I have admitted to being a jerk, uh, that people with peanut allergies, it is very serious and yeah. you should respect their allergy.
2: Yeah, totally. And how I feel bad those people can never go to a Five Guys Burgers and Fries
1: because they got those peanut things everywhere. I would imagine, yeah, that that would just be like being gassed yeah. for them. That's <laughs> a bummer. everyone in there is just cracking peanuts open it's and a- it's all over the floor and it's all over the table.
2: Yeah, it's not, it's bad. I feel bad for them, but I also love that place. So sorry. I guess we're going to enjoy it without you. All right. Yep. Let's uh, say a quick thing here that I wanted to make sure to mention before we get to uh, other things going around. Blizzard, a semi-goodbye. Not really because she's just moving to another position. But I wanted to let Lindsay Churo know that we're thinking about her. She announced on Twitter yesterday that her, uh, her job and the PR um, uh, capacity she is currently in on the Hearthstone team is changing. And she's going to be moving to a different uh, place on the team, which she didn't get too specific about. But uh, she's one of my favorite human beings at Blizzard. And uh, has always just been an incredible person to work with, talk to, hang out with at BlizzCon. Just the sweetest human being. And uh, just wanted to wish her well, whatever it is she's going to do. Do you know, did she tell you while you were there what she's going to do? Do you know what she's doing? Uh, yes, I, I know. Ah, it's,
1: sorry. No, not my place to tell, but it's also like not the kind of thing that is like a big secret. It's just not forward facing in a community way at all. Um, yeah. So I, I'm really sad about this. Um. Obviously, like, you know, it's great for her. Um, And I've told Lindsay as much. She is very aware about how bummed I am. But Lindsay has been helping us out over on the Angry Chicken since like the like the fifth episode. Like since the very freaking beginning of that show. And she has gone so out of her way so many times uh, to make sure that we have access to devs and get interviews and do things like BlizzCon. You know, she's been a part of all of that. And uh, she'll be the first one to tell you that it's not all her. And I'm aware of that but she's the first damn person that ever made us feel like we mattered. Yeah. Um over at Blizzard and and because of that like and also she's just become a friend over the years. Like we we love Lindsay. We we like make sure to just say hi to her you know even years when it's not her job to you know do anything with us. Um so like this is a this is a big one. This is like this is on the for me this is on the level of like when when Lashes was sadly caught up in the the layoffs. Yeah. Um still Oof. that Still rubs it's me like, around. oh, man, I'm going to really miss working with this person because, mm. uh, you know, it's yeah, it's a it's in a professional aspect, right? You like you have to do work with them. But like some people are just a blast to work with and Lindsay's he's one of those people. And then I'm going to miss working with her in that way. I agree.
2: It's weird because given that she was, you know, 100 percent Hearthstone most of the time when I first met her, she was still doing some stuff for the wow team. It was before Hearthstone really took off and they she went over there full time. Um, but it didn't matter down the road, even when she was just neck deep in Hearthstone stuff, she would reach out and say, Hey, I happen to know so-and-so's looking for interviews and it would be nothing to do with Hearthstone, some wow thing. And she would like reach out and like make that happen. Or I wanted to make sure that Holinka could come to our live thing at BlizzCon. And he was currently in, at that time he was in a position where he needed a PR person there. She's not even on the WoW team, and yet there she is sitting with us, hanging out, talking, making sure everything went okay. She was just above and beyond all the time in her capacity, and uh I, it's a rare thing. So, anyway, hats off to to Lindsay. Yes,
1: Patrick.
3: No, I'm I'm not going to add too much uh, about this because <laughs> it, people are going to think I don't know there's something, <laughs> and I don't know, but. It, she, I actually worked with her when I worked at Blizzard, and I confirm she was absolutely awesome. There are many people I enjoyed working with. There are people I didn't love working with. You know, it's it's always like that when at, at any job. Yeah. Um. She was definitely one of the people that I loved working with, and she was super like she would be helpful in a way that others are not necessarily. She didn't just think about her job and what she needed to achieve for her. She thought about what you needed and how to make you get that. And that's rare in in those uh, types of corporate environments. So anyway, uh, yeah. Totally totally agree. I mean, she's not... She's still at Blizzard. She's still there and she's still on the team. So it's not like she left or anything, but yeah, she's cool.
2: Yeah, she's really good. <clears throat> so uh, if you ever see some really loud pink hair at a BlizzCon, you might be looking at Lindsay. And if you <laughs> do, say hi because she's great. And she'll always should, uh,
1: Just yell, thank you for all the anger chicken interviews. There like, you go. Don't, she, don't preface it with anything. Just <laughs> shout that in her direction. So she just goes, huh, what? Yeah. And she, for some reason, she was
2: always down at the press desk when I would get there to get my badge. Always, and she didn't need to be down there either. But she I was don't helping think I've people ever out.
1: Gone to pick up a, uh, a badge and recognized anyone that was there. <laughs> <I> never, <laughs> it's always folks I'm, I'm unfamiliar it's with. It's usually uh, usually when I was there, it was, it was always somebody. She was
2: usually the one, but there was always somebody there. That was like, oh yeah, listen to that. But she would go out of her way. Like if there was there was a total jacked up thing with Nick's ticket one year when Nick went with us, and she just she's the one that fixed it. Like there's just no other way around it. She's the one that would text me in the afternoon and go, Hey, an interview opened up and it sounds like something you'd like, like, man, that's hard to find anywhere, any job, any place. So yeah. I hope her, if she's at now, they appreciate her there. Cause, uh, she'll kick butt for whatever part of the team she's working for now.
1: Well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I can at least share this line. The joke she was, she made was like, dude, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm literally just scooting my desk over. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> it's kind of a pain. You got to move all your shit around. What a yeah. pain. <laughs> so, all right well good um, good luck to awesome, her awesome
1: awesome awesome folks it's uh gonna miss her but yeah but uh
2: maybe different. maybe someone will step up in her place and blow our minds we don't know we don't know i don't have a lot of, i don't I'm, you know i'm not gonna
1: uh that, that has my certainly breath. been my experience as people have have come and gone like uh on the angry chicken on, on a very recent episode we were kind of lamenting uh like all the old guard like 'Cause for us in over on TAC, like it was a really special thing. Like it was a show that kind of put us on the map and sure uh and our relationship with the devs and with the community team are were were just unlike anything we would ever really experienced before. And, you know, the, a lot of them are are gone to second dinner mm-hmm. at this point. Like uh Ben Brode and Yang Wu, who were were staples on the English Chicken for a long time, you know, left to go found that studio. Yeah. Um and uh Lindsay was kinda like this last bastion of like the OG Team Five crew that we dealt with. Yep. There's still a lot of original Team Five members around, but um, so we've been we were kind of talking about that. Funny enough, on a very recent episode. That's great. Um, and so it's just I don't know, man. Like I'm sure some some folks out there listening, like, and I actually don't really get a lot of this, but I'm sure someone out there is like, oh man, no wonder they're so biased towards Blizzard. You know, they're so, you know talking about you know how much they like these people but like it's like i don't know man it's like i've been doing this job a long time you become friends with people yeah and can't help it it's all about humans and relationships people over at blizzard are just really nice people and they're nice to be around yeah
2: that's true they tend to they tend to be especially on the community side all right we're gonna do this now Let's take a look at what's going on around Blizzard outside of everything we've talked about. StarCraft Ghost got leaked. Yeah, that's right. The 2005 uh, banished, canceled project. Originally an OG Xbox game. <clears throat> game. I think they were making GameCube and PS2 versions as well. Uh, got canceled way back then, famously. And uh, this is back, you know, Blizzard used to be at E3. They showed off like a full-blown cinematic at E3. It's like a big deal, and then... Could put well. <clears throat> somebody leaked a full working build of the thing. It apparently is spreading all over the place. People are using it on emulators and other stuff now. Seen plenty of footage of it, and it is uh, kind of what you think it is. <laughs> it's a third person shooter with with uh, with what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. Nova. Of no- Nova. Sorry, <laughs> Nova's name left my brain for a minute. Uh, uh, running around Craft shooting shooty stuff. Pants. Yeah, that's, that's Starcraft Shooty Pants, and there's a little bit of stealth in there. My understanding, it was more stealth than shooter, but this footage makes me think it was more shooter than stealth. And, um, yeah, it looks like, you know, one of those. Uh, Definitely a thing of its time. It doesn't seem to break too much new ground, as best I can tell. I haven't seen a ton of it, but enough of it to say it looked interesting. So, I don't know.
1: It looks like a game I would have very much enjoyed playing at the time. It does not look like it would have stood the test of time as strongly as a lot of other Blizzard games have.
2: I agree. I mean... Part of the thing we're missing here is the iterative process because this was a non-finished build. It was also, you know, who knows how far they were from actual release from that particular build. And they would have tweaked it and massaged it and done stuff over time. I mean, not They can't really patch it in those in the same way in those console days. But, um, you know, the GameCube really, you just had the game and that was it. Maybe that's what held them back. Maybe that was part of the cancellation. They don't have the kind of control they have over PCs when they patch things at the time be different today of course but anyway i've always just been a little bummed it didn't make it but uh if you want to see what that was go ahead and take a look it's out there floating around although i think they were playing a little bit of whack-a-mole on uh on uh uh, youtube trying to get rid of videos of it or somebody is because stuff Uh, i I believe
1: the link to the actual like leak it has been since taken down i don't think you can get this anymore yeah So Um, so it's
2: a little more clandestine now i've seen it on daily motion i saw it on library.tv
1: I saw it on a few other places so definitely it's, it's don't send me a copy of it if yeah. you have it yeah definitely don't. don't get that in my hands I do not definitely want to play it <laughs> and talk about it whenever uh multiple years have passed and I wouldn't get in trouble for this anymore.
2: yeah definitely not definitely not want that is what you're saying exactly yeah,
1: I get it uh it has to be return in
3: sight in the world now if it's really leaked right oh yeah yeah
2: you can get it yeah. like you can get it and play it if you if you know who to talk to and where to get it it's all sneaky but you know you can get stuff done if you need to i am not going to go that far with it because i don't I, honestly i'm kind of i kind of <laughs> i don't want to know that it's that it's aged out of its potential like i don't I, I, that'll
1: bum me out Dude, i feel like we already know that though i mean <laughs> because, i guess I mean, we do we you can watch do. the footage like the link you've got th- th- that footage hasn't been taken down yeah i mean this, you're right it, this looks like an old game that is chasing trends of the time and yeah there's a, little, there's a little there's a little, a
2: little splinter cell in there a little metal gear a little bit of um, i don't know not gears of war but I don't know, there's no real, there's not a... a yeah, there's no chest-high walls,
1: so yeah. I wouldn't call it Gears of War.
2: There's no, there's no like, adhere-to-the-wall sort of cover mechanic. It's just sort of sneak
1: around and shoot Zergs in the head and stuff. Yeah, um, I always thought a a, a, a Gears of War-style game would work really well for the StarCraft universe, and I still kind of hold to that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I, when once Gears 2 dropped and Horde mode came in, I was like, oh my god, just put me in this marine suit and send Zerg at me, I would play that mode. That'd be a cool mod. Someone should just make that for the
2: PC version of Five or something. We should do that. Yeah. Although I don't know that yeah. they let. I need like
1: three hundred enemies on screen at once. I need. Uh, what, what's that game? They're all the same. They oh. made a Zelda version. Oh, um, uh, uh Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. I need yeah. Dynasty Warriors like uh, enemy <laughs> on screen tech combined <laughs> with Years of Wars actual fun combat. I love that idea.
2: I mean, I mean. I don't want it to be called Dynasty Warriors Starcraft 2 or Starcraft, you know, but I want I want that kind of massive battle thing. <laughs>
1: uh, Dynasty uh, Gears of Dynasty Warriors. There you go. Gears of, Gears of Dynasty Wars. That's what I want.
2: That sounds like something you could actually get on a mobile phone. That sounds like a name of a game that probably already
1: exists. Yes. Most likely legends in there uh or yep. champions, champions, and, yeah.
2: legends, clans, uh,
1: Clans. Oh God, yeah. If you can get clans in there,
2: somebody's got to have a name generator. One of these funny name web name generators for a mobile game thing somewhere. If went and just put in like put in your favorite food. Now put in your favorite thing, and then and poops out a
1: a fake mobile game name. I
2: love that. It's <laughs> just
1: yes. that- branding your game based solely on SEO that week. That's my favorite way to name your game.
2: Brilliant. Uh, all right. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention, Patrick. I played a crap ton of your uh, French-made uh, Wolson game. Uh, oh
3: right yeah it's pretty good because it?
2: it's out now um, so it's good it's really good uh, it's a Diablo like in every every way and it's also a lot like Path of Exile in a few ways um, they've taken kind of the best of those two ideas some of their ideas and mushed them together in an action RPG and uh, the combat's really good like fun and fluid and intense and graphically very cool and it's a good hold me over Until I get me some uh, Diablo 4 in my life. Um, Like, legitimately. They've had some problems, big server issues. So I'm playing an offline character right now because the servers kind of keep going up and down. Um, So there's a lot of anger about that. But as far as, like, the offline character and me getting through the story and opening up this sort of um, adventure, their version of adventure mode has been fun. And it's a cool game. It's actually pretty rad. It's on Steam. I'm impressed. I've had it since. Oh, gosh. Early, early access, and it was pretty rough in the early days, but it's all right. I'm killing th- stuff, blowing things up, looking good while I'm doing it. It's fun. I like it. So, Patrick, good job on that recommendation. Nice work. Nice work, indeed. All right. Now this.
3: Hear ye, hear ye.
2: Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All righty, let's do a quick uh, Town Crier. This is an email sent to us from Zach to the instance at Gmail.com. He says, hey guys, I used to exclusively play World of Warcraft and would really only dabble in other MMOs. Long story short, I let my sub lapse about a year ago and I didn't really play uh, any other MMO during that time. I recently got back into SWOTOR and questioned what kept me playing WoW for so long without ever giving other games a shot. Star Wars The Old Republic has everything I like in a game. Good story, great customization, and an awesome player housing system. It is definitely scratching the itch and more, but couldn't really come up with an answer to why I didn't play other games. Just wondering what keeps you from playing other MMOs. Thanks for the feedback, Zach. Uh, nothing keeps me from doing it because I do enjoy other games. Now, there's some people who get mad at me every time I don't at least acknowledge that Final Fantasy 14 is a big game and that everyone loves it. I don't play it, so I don't know, so I can't really speak to it. But I do play eso here and there i like elder scrolls online a lot and it's kind of my yang to my wow yang uh those are kind of my two it's my backup mmo we put it that way um and it's just because that one just appeals to me in lots of ways i like the aesthetic of it i like the elder scrolls universe i like the tone i like what you do in it uh it's just different enough from wow in terms of its basic mechanics that it feels like i'm not just doing the same thing over there um Big focus on story and voiceover and lots of cool sort of cinematic stuff. I really like that about that game. So I, you know, there is nothing wrong with people liking another MMO. Um, But as far as what keeps people from playing other MMOs, I mean, I don't know. Does anyone here have a have a reason why that why would something would stop you from checking out another MMO or sticking with another game like that?
3: Time element, element
2: (laughs) yeah, time maybe. Yeah. Yeah, time's a
3: good one. There's an element of like. You're comfortable with a specific thing, which is good. Like, why do you not change banks? Um, although that <laughs> may not be a good example, but it, it it's comfortable, and I think that's part of the uh, uh, the things we like about MMOs. It's the fact that it is comfortable, and we do know what we're doing. And it might not be the technically the best thing uh, uh, that you could have. But on uh, since you're enjoying the, the, you know, you know what you're getting into, there it's comfort, part of it. Um, and the other part is that other... He, I think it might have been that he wasn't... He didn't want something else. Like, he started trying the other thing when he got tired of WoW. Mm-hmm. But if you're not tired of WoW, I don't think that you would... Or, you know, any other game. I don't think you need to go look for something else. And it's rare. I don't think that many... Uh Of those games are objectively better than the others. It's not like oh, you're just playing this one, so you're not getting the the benefits of that other one that does this and this and that's which makes it so much better uh you know th- than what you're getting mm-hmm. um yeah, so it's just that maybe he was ready, and that's the difference. you know he wanted something else, so he went and looked for it and got it,
2: yeah, and that might have been just. Exactly what you needed because you're you're in a completely different setting. You're in familiar Star Wars territory. You're suddenly doing something totally different with a character that's very different than what you used to do. And you're working you know toward different kinds of goals. And that's probably super refreshing if all you've done is focus entirely on WoW for a very long time. Um, my guess is he'll at some point get down the road and go, what's WoW doing these days? And he'll check back in and go, oh, yeah, this is like being home again. I'm going to play this for a long time. And that's okay, too. Like, you should... You should totally do all of those things and uh, enjoy whatever you enjoy. The nice thing about WoW is it will, of all the MMOs, will likely be the one that will always be there waiting for you. Um, Other MMOs may come and go, but it's, you know, that thing's got roots so deep it's never going to leave our lives. So, you know, if you need to come home, get a little hug from Thrall, you can. You, you need to go out and cheat with someone else? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do what you got to do.
1: I mean, Garrett, you said time, and time's a big deal, right? Like, Time is the big one for yeah. me. Um, I, Because I, WoW used to be like my only game, kind of back in its heyday. And uh, I would then go dabble in other MMOs because I was like just playing WoW. So it was actually kind of easy to go and find time to go play other MMOs. Um, But now, like, I find it, like, I tried getting into Final Fantasy, and I'm like, well, this is definitely... This is an MMO, MMO-ass MMO, and yeah. I don't have time for this. Uh, and I prefer the world of Azeroth more anyway. So yeah, I mean. um, it, would, it would need to be something significantly different, which I think is what, honestly, ESO kind of capitalizes on. Mm-hmm. ESO feels like playing an Elder Scrolls game. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like that, you're going to like it. And if you don't like that, you're not going to like ESO. Um, but it is, in my mind, one of the more drastically different MMOs out there. I think that's oh, why so it. Ape- I think like, that's um, why it
2: appeals to me because if I go over and just play yeah. Guild Wars, which I really respect and like, Guild Wars too, I think it's cool. Guild Wars Two is a very solid MMO. It's a great MMO, but it's it's the WoW template in such a way that it does feel like you're being a little redundant when you're over there. You're like, well, if I'm doing this, why am I not just over there working on this thing? I know I'm going to go back to when that expansion hits. Like you always have that feeling. Whereas when I'm playing ESO, it's like saying I'm going to take a break and play a you know Madden or something. It's it's different enough. Yes, it's still a fantasy game. Yes, it's still an MMO with all of, a lot of those trappings, but the actual process of playing that game is a very different experience. And so yeah, that's usually what appeals to me outside of WoW. is just something for,
1: different, not something the same. Yeah, for me, um, honestly, what, what has really done more to, I think, harm my play of non-WoW MMOs more than anything else is, is um, the Diablo-like games. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your, your destinies and your, your divisions and your warframes of the world yeah. um, that are... You know, MMO adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Like those those have like when I feel when I want to break from wow, I want to go play those games. Sure. I don't want to go play another MMO.
2: Yeah. I know that feeling. I get in weird moods, though. Right now, I'm really into this really small game where I go down and mine for gold and kill creatures and come back and spend that on upgrades. Like that's my 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 game to go to right now is a little game called undermine
1: and I love it. Oh, I was like, "Are you playing Moonlighter?" No, but it's a <laughs> lot like
2: it's actually a lot like the it's like Moonlighter without the sales part. Moonlighter's amazing. Mm. Moonlighter is a
1: really good. I've cool been game. meaning to play Kyle Kyle and I talked about it uh, he, on he another podcast up. recently and uh he he had a lot of good things to say about it. Yeah, it's it's very good. Uh to weird. And it's on freaking Game Pass which I have, so I don't know why I'm not trying it out. Oh, well, again, that time thing, right? yeah yeah no you're 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 you're, you're right I'm, i've been playing forza again lately as my like my game that i don't have to talk about
2: uh, i want to get in there and play that uh don't they have a battle royale mode or something i
1: haven't tried it yet i've been playing <laughs> again because they're finally adding toyota to the game and i have a fond place for a lot of toyota's cars well you at you wanted it you got it no what was their old phrase in the 80s it, Toya, toyota toyota had a
2: you asked for it you got it toyota do you remember that well no. when you were a kid, you wouldn't I known. was
1: born in 87 and didn't really have a memory until the early 90s. <laughs> That's so a good point. Yeah, you probably missed I it. I can't really help you with that.
2: That's fine. I don't need help with it. But I'll tell you this, Zach. We love getting your emails, and uh, people like Zach should send them in. The instance at gmail.com is the place to send it. Uh, a quick note, little melancholy weekend for me. The town crier, Nick Johnson, my son, who, when he recorded that, was about eight years old, uh, is 19 and is moving out this weekend uh he he found an apartment he's super stoked it's the right price the right place close to where he works all of the stuff is good it's a very positive moment in everybody's lives but we're sad because it's just weird to have him
3: leave
2: we are officially after this weekend empty nesters it feels weird to even say it i can't even believe the words are coming out of my mouth but yes kim and i will
1: be empty nesters God, I so think cool. I just grew like 20 new white hairs.
2: Um, <laughs> you can have some of mine, man. Cause... Man,
1: Okay. It, oh, this is so wild for me. <laughs> this is like the first time I've ever like known a kid that actually grew up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've, I've watched it happen in movies and like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. Like I understand the concept of watching someone actually age. That, like that isn't you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is this, oh, this is close to home. Yeah, oh, man. It's weird. That's to wild. Think That. Congrats. That Nick. kid that's, with that's that sick. tiny
2: little voice. Let's see. If this, this is, let's just play this real quick. Let's just do this one more time. Hold on. Here he comes, right here. Nope. Come here
3: ye, here you.
2: That's when he was eight years old. That Goodness weird. gracious! Oh man. Yeah. Now you got <laughs> That's right, everybody. <laughs> I'm old now. I mean, I we started a, the show like fifty.
1: I got called a boomer at the Hearthstone Summit. Oh
2: please, by who? <laughs> <laughs> who, who called you a boomer? You it was
1: c- clearly a joke, but I was talking to a uh, a really popular streamer um we were we were comparing notes about how we do things hmm. and uh and I was like, well, when I started making content, uh, twitch didn't exist <laughs> and, the, and the guy like it was like, Oh, you're like a boomer oh nice nice <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm I like, like how that's just, just the standard boomer. thing
2: now, yeah, exactly it's like you are all these labels are dumb anyway, millennial Gen X boomer, all that stuff sucks, but I am happy to not be a boomer i'm happy to be a gen xer because <laughs> gen xers don't give a shit that's that's our defining characteristic right patrick gen x does not care what you think f off is what we say here in the generation x take that i don't even care that you're asking me the question that's how much I care <laughs> that's about. how that's how we yeah where's my where's oh, my okay. uh, ratty jeans I, and, I,
3: t- I do care that i'm not a boomer it's like it's I, I'm pretty happy not to be a boomer. Although boomers have done I it's not a popular thing to say nowadays, but boomers are have actually done a lot of good and improved the world quite a bit. If you, you know, don't stop at breaking the planet and the environment. Yeah, but there's some. It's, it's almost like
1: all generations have good and bad people <laughs> because there's so many people born in any here. No, I mean, right. No, 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 that no. no that's not what I mean to that discussion.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. There's a, a, a sentiment that, that the legacy of the boomer generation is the ecological nightmare that we are soon going to enter. And that's the only thing that they have done. Right. kind of. Right. And that's what I'm disputing. There's like, the, the world has improved. Go back and look at what the world was actually uh, you know, 50 or 70 years ago. Uh, you wouldn't like the picture it paints. Yeah, and no, I agree.
2: I think that's kind of what Garrett's saying, and I agree with it. It's like, uh, th- it's such an arbitrary, dumb thing. All this, st- it's too, it's lazy and easy for some Gen Z-er to go, okay, boomer. Because it's just too easy and too broadly based Too now I think it's
3: I I I do it too I think it's kind of funny it is
2: funny but it's also too easy and it's also too easy for people to make fun of millennials when you uh, know again it's a nuanced complicated uh, human conversation like we're all everyone sucks everybody sucks and everybody's great and it's all a big mix of, of in between and we should stop worrying about it but because everyone's (laughs) planting their flag i'm gonna say gen uh, gen x is the way to go that's where you want to be right there i can't
1: wait for both of you to become really interested in corvettes and uh high socks yeah oh yeah (laughs) i'm already there with the high socks you kidding oh yeah now you just need a corvette scott yep got
2: the yellow and blue stripes on it up here at the top up near the knee oh yeah baby it's good stuff gonna
1: start spending weekends at the golf course yep
2: little tiny shorts you know, like a testicle hanging out. I mean,
3: that's the thing, right? You, you, I'm sure we're, we're cool now, but when we're really old, that's when we're <laughs> going to start being like, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop.
2: <laughs> I don't know what we're going to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. And quick round uh, uh, horn here on what people are doing so people can kind of catch up. Patrick, what are you doing in the world of uh, podcasts and content creation?
3: Uh, you know what? It's been a really. Trying week on many levels. Mm. And uh, just here you go. Just follow me on Instagram. Not Patrick on oh, Instagram. All right. I do cool stuff there.
1: All right. That's it. I'll, I follow you over there. It is good stuff. Garrett, how about you? What do you want to mention? Garrett Art on Twitter. a TV for all the podcasts. Um, you should probably go subscribe to the Angry Chicken if you're even remotely interested in Hearthstone. Because um, there's some stuff coming. Mm. There's no. some stuff.
2: It sounds like it. I keep hearing about this stuff that's supposedly coming, and I'm very excited about it. And that stuff
1: it. I hear is exciting. Well, it is. It's. I want to say so much, and yeah. I can't.
2: All right. The
1: I'm telling you, they're going to add Hearthstone to Battlegrounds. Very exciting. Please keep inviting me, Hearthstone team. That said, <laughs> boy, it was easier when I wasn't invited to these things. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, anyway, we'll find out more about that soon enough, I'm sure. Um, in the meantime, make sure you check out theinstance.net. You can also find us on Twitter at uh, Instance Show. You can find me at Scott Johnson. Garrett mentioned his, but I'll say it again. Garrett Art, not Patrick for Patrick. And more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, and I put up a new uh, comic. So if you guys are interested in uh, reading a dumb comic about a guy and his sentient can of expired cream corn, you can find that over at fredcancomic.com. Brand new episode Is up Dad now. expired? oh yeah it's totally expired that's a big the part latest of this
1: one gave me mad anxiety
2: yeah it's about taxes man taxes you want to have some anxiety about taxes good so does fred and his can uh so check that out fredcancomic.com that's gonna do it for us thank you all for listening we'll be back next time with a whole nother episode until then have a fantastic week play lots of blizzard games and we'll see you then The show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at
0: FrogPants.com. In the game of horrific visions, Nazoth begins to bluff. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. While Stormwind and Orgrimmar have been the focus of Horde and Alliance efforts to push back the insanity being spread by Nazoth, the old god has not hesitated to open a new front in the psychic battle. I've been receiving increasingly frantic messages from my relatives in Thunder Bluff that many there are experiencing terrifying nightmares that are causing mass insomnia in Mulgore. In describing these visions, Torrin sufferers are remarkably consistent in their accounts. The first thing they mention are the drums, pounding incessantly at a steady beat. All the nightmares are set in their homes, where they feel a strange compulsion to grab the broom that leans against the wall of all Torin homes and attempt to stand it up in the middle of the room. Now, at this point, they babble on about gravity on a certain day, or the alignment of Argus, which science has completely debunked. Now, when this subsides, they describe the final stage of the nightmare. The corn grinding bowl present in every house in the bluff comes to life and pursues them. They run in terror, but cannot find the door to escape. Just as the grinding stone is about to pummel them, they awake screaming, drenched in sweat. Toran shamans say they have little defense against this assault, so if you plan on visiting Mulgore, be aware that the greatest threat you may face is your rhythmic, sweep dreams afraid of grits. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.